Good morning, friends. I'm happy to be here with you this morning. Today is Tuesday, the 5th of November. Today's election day for those of us in the United States. And I pray that everyone researches their ballots and goes to the polls because it's such an important right to exercise. Our Psalms this morning are Psalms 61 and 62. Our readings are Nehemiah 12, 27 through 31a, 42b through 47, Revelation 11, 1 through 19, and Matthew 13, 44 through 52. God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Mother, to set forth her praise, to hear her holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship her. Let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by her infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy One is in our midst. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise to her a shout with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours for you made it and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee 
and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. Let us listen today to God's voice. Harden not your hearts as your forebears did in the wilderness, at Meribah and on that day at Massah when they tempted me. They put me to the test, though they had seen my works. Forty years long I detested that generation and said, These people are wayward in their hearts. They do not know my ways. So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. The Holy One is in our midst. O come, let us worship. Psalms 61 and 62. Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the end of the earth I call to you, when my heart is faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you are my refuge, a strong tower against the enemy. Let me abide in your tent forever. Find refuge under the shelter of your wings. For you, O God, have heard my vows. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. Prolong the life of the king. May his years endure to all generations. May he be enthroned forever before God. Appoint steadfast love and faithfulness to watch over him. So I will always sing praises to your name as I pay my vows day after day. Psalm 62 For God alone my soul waits in silence. From God comes my salvation. God alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall never be shaken. How long will you assail a person? Will you batter your victim, all of you, as you would a leaning wall, a tottering fence? Their only plan is to bring down a person of prominence. They take pleasure in falsehood. They bless with their mouths, but inwardly they curse. For God alone my soul waits in silence. My hope is from him. God alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be shaken. On God rests my deliverance and my honor. My mighty rock, my refuge is in God. Trust in God at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before God. God is a refuge for us. Those of low estate are but a breath. Those of highest state are a delusion. In the balances they go up. They are together lighter than a breath. Put no confidence in extortion. And set no vain hopes on robbery. If riches increase, do not set your heart on them. Once God has spoken, twice have I heard this, that power belongs to God and steadfast love belongs to you, O God. For you repay to all according to their work. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. 
Amen. A reading from Nehemiah, chapter 12, verses 27 through 31a and 42b through 47. Now at the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, they sought out the Levites in all their places to bring them to Jerusalem to celebrate the dedication with rejoicing, with thanksgiving and with singing, with cymbals, harps, and lyres. The companies of the singers gathered together from the circuit around Jerusalem and from the villages of the Netophatites, also from Beth Gilgal and from the region of Geba and Asmaveth, for the singers had built for themselves villages around Jerusalem. And the priests and the Levites purified themselves, and they purified the people and the gates and the wall. Then I brought the leaders of Judah up on, onto the wall and appointed two great companies that gave thanks and went in procession. And the singers sang with Jezariah as their leader. They offered great sacrifices that day and rejoiced, for God had made them rejoice with great joy. The women and the children also rejoiced. The joy of Jerusalem was heard far away. On that day, men were appointed over the chambers for the stores, the contributions, the first fruits, and the tithes, to gather into them the portions required by the law for the priests and for the Levites from the fields belonging to the towns. For Judah rejoiced over the priests and the Levites who ministered. They performed the service of their God and the service of purification, as did the singers and the gatekeepers, according to the command of David and his son Solomon. For in the days of David and Asaph, long ago, there was a leader of the singers, and there were songs of praise and thanksgiving for God. In the days of Zerubbabel and in the days of Nehemiah, all Israel gave the daily portions for the singers and the gatekeepers. They set apart that which was for the Levites. And the Levites set apart that which was for the descendants of Aaron. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle B, a song of pilgrimage. Before I ventured forth, even while I was very young, I sought wisdom openly in my prayer. In the forecourts of the temple I asked for her, and I will seek her to the end. From first blossom to early fruit, she has been the delight of my heart. My foot has kept firmly to the true path. Diligently from my youth have I pursued her. I inclined my ear a little and received her. I found for myself much wisdom and became adept in her. To the one who gives me wisdom will I give glory. For I have resolved to live according to her way. From the beginning I gained courage from her. Therefore I will not be forsaken. In my inmost being I have been stirred to seek her. Therefore have I gained a good possession. As my reward the Almighty has given me the gift of language. And with it will I offer praise to God. Praise to the Holy and Undivided Trinity. One God, as it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Revelation, chapter 11, 
verses 1 through 19. Then I was giving a me- given a measuring rod like a staff, and I was told, Come and measure the temple of God and the altar and those who worship there, but do not measure the court outside the temple. Leave that out, for it is given over to the nations, and they will trample over the holy city for forty-two months. And I will grant my two witnesses authority to prophesy for one 1,260 days, wearing sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two lampstands that stand before the God of the earth. And if anyone wants to harm them, that stand before the Lord of the earth. And if anyone wants to harm them, fire pours from their mouth and consumes their foes. Anyone who wants to harm them must be killed in this manner. They have authority to shut the sky so that no rain may fall during the days of their prophesying. And they have authority over the waters to turn them into blood and to strike the earth with every kind of plague as often as they desire. When they have finished their testimony, the beast that comes up from the bottomless pit will make war on them and conquer them and kill them. And their dead bodies will lie in the street of the great city that is prophetically called Sodom and Egypt where also their Lord was crucified. For three and a half days, members of the peoples and tribes and languages and nations will gaze at their dead bodies and refuse to let them be placed in a tomb. And the inhabitants of the earth will gloat over them and celebrate and exchange presents because these two prophets had been a torment to the inhabitants of the earth. But after the three and a half days, the breath of life from God entered them and they stood on their feet And those who saw them were terrified. Then they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, Come up here! And they went up to heaven in a cloud while their enemies watched them. At that moment there was a great earthquake and a tenth of the city fell. Seven thousand people were killed in the earthquake. And the rest were terrified and gave glory to the God of heaven. The second woe has passed. The third woe is coming very soon. Then the seventh angel blew his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Messiah, and he will reign forever and forever. Then the twenty-four elders who sit on their thrones before God fell on their faces and worshipped God, singing, We give you thanks, Lord God Almighty, we who are and who were, for you have taken your great power and begun to reign. The nations raged, but your wrath has come, and the time for judging the dead, for rewarding your servants, the prophets and saints and all who fear your name, both small and great, and for destroying those who destroy the earth. Then God's temple in heaven was opened, and the ark of God's covenant was seen within God's temple, and there were flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder, an earthquake, and heavy hail. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Blessed be the God and Mother of our Lord Jesus Christ. By divine mercy we have a new birth into a living hope. 
through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, we have an inheritance that is imperishable in heaven. The ransom that was paid to free us was not paid in silver or gold, but in the precious blood of Christ, the lamb without spot or stain. God raised Jesus from the dead and gave him glory so that we might have faith and hope in God. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Matthew chapter 13, verses 44 through 52. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which someone found and hid. Then in his joy he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. And finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and caught fish of every kind. When it was full, they drew it ashore, sat down, and put the good into baskets but threw out the bad. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all this? They answered yes, and he said to them, Therefore, every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like the master of a household who brings out of his treasure what is new and what is old. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. I believe in God, the Mother Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, her only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father of the Mother. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. God be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Mother in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your queendom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the queendom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. In place of the suffrages, we will use the prayers for healing, as we have been. Oh, actually, I am not sure that I have enough time for that. Especially because I've given away my Enriching Our Worship Volume 2 again, so I would have to find it and look it up in my online version. I think that's like four I've given away and that's not even counting the the ones I bought for the healing team, but 
that's all right. We'll use suffragist said A. And we'll ask God, God, you know those who know healing, need healing and those prayers that they need. Let the Holy Spirit intercede for us on their behalf, translating the words that we use into just the right words that they need to hear. Healing words. Words that pave the path between you and those that need to be reached. May our interactions with others open paths to you, dear God. Show us your mercy, O God, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O God, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. God, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O God, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Let's see if we have a special collect or prayer um, re-election day. We do have one for the nation. It's found on page 258. God Almighty, you have made all the peoples of the earth for your glory, to serve you in freedom and in peace. Give to the people of our country a zeal for justice and the strength of forbearance, that we may use our liberty in accordance with your gracious will. Through Jesus Christ, our God, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. I feel called to pray the collects for rogation days as well. For fruitful seasons, Almighty God, God of heaven and earth, we humbly pray that your gracious providence may give and preserve to our use the harvest of the land and of the seas and may prosper all who labor to gather them, that we who are constantly receiving good things from your hand may always give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ, our God, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. For commerce and industry, Almighty God, whose Son Jesus Christ in his earthly life shared our toil and hallowed our labor, be present with your people where they work. Make those who carry on the industries and commerce of this land responsive to your will, and give to us of all and give to us all a pride in what we do, and a just return for our labor. Through Jesus Christ our God, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O merciful Creator, your hand is open wide to satisfy the needs of every living creature. Make us always thankful for your loving providence, and grant that we, remembering the account that we must, that we must one day give, be faithful stewards of your good gifts, 
Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Heavenly, Heavenly Mother, giver of life and health, comfort and relieve your sick servants, and give your power of healing to those who minister to their needs, that those for whom our prayers are offered may be strengthened in their weakness and have confidence in your loving care. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let's use, as we have been, as a prayer for mission, the prayer of St. Francis. found the election prayer too. We will come back to that. Prayer 62, a prayer attributed to St. Francis, found on page 833 of the Book of Common Prayer. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. And now... Let us pray. This prayer for an election. It's number 24, found on page 822. Almighty God, to whom we must account for all our powers and privileges, guide the people of the United States in the election of officials and representatives, that by faithful administration and wise laws, the rights of all may be protected and our nation be enabled to fulfill your purposes. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And along with that, let's pray the prayer for social justice. Grant, O God, that your holy and life-giving spirit may so move every human heart and especially the hearts of the people of this land that barriers which divide us may crumble, suspicions disappear, and hatred cease, that our divisions being healed, we may live in justice and peace. Through Jesus Christ, our God. Amen.
I'm going to share quickly some thoughts on the readings, and I've got to get going. Our psalms today are a good reminder to be steadfast, to, as the psalmist of Psalm 61 says, pay our vows day by day. And I found that my, my vows of prayer and time with God become, they, they're not a burden or an obligation. They're, they're a time that I look forward to it. I look forward to it with great joy, like I am having a date with God. I know that sounds silly, but but with that much excitement, like as excited as you are to meet with someone that you're is dear to you and that you're excited about, that's the way I feel about this time coming into prayer with God, and it sustains me. This is a time of a time that I battle great anxiety and. discouragement and so I just come here to God to get into you guys into this time of prayer to get filled up and encouraged and go forth at, at one point this morning during the confession I paused and I spoke with God and I combined that with an exercise that my therapist had asked me to do, which was to speak to myself as I would imagine the most wonderful and perfect mother speaking to me just out of like great love, overflowing love and compassion. And, and so I did that in my dialogue with God and I, I heard God speaking to me as that mother of compassion And I feel sustained and ready to go on and to keep doing, keep doing the work, keep doing the work of fighting for God. And when the way seems murky and unclear, I can come back to this, this centered place of trust in God. And I can also trust that when I make a mistake, when I step wrongly, God is no less there and loving. There are so many things in our lives to repent of. We are so human and we make so many mistakes. Let us not hold on to them and hold them against ourselves, but turn them to God and allow ourselves to be so fully loved by God that we pluck only the lesson and move on. And I think, I'm skipping ahead here, but I think that's what our gospel reading is talking about. I don't think the gospel reading is talking about throwing out bad people. I don't think there really are bad people. I think the gospel reading is in the four parables is talking about God 
casting aside would be the language that I think many in our Christian culture are familiar with, but let me see if I can find something a little more apropos in this context at this moment. As we get ready to rise closer and closer to heaven until the day that we are in heaven and called home, there are some things that weighed us down. Wounds or mistakes, whatever they are, these pebbles, these rocks in our pockets, God finds them. And they roll off of God's fingers and away. And without them, we are lighter, we are buoyed. And God also, God doesn't just seek out the bad. God also seeks out that in us that we can't even recognize as wonderful. Just like sometimes we have a hard time seeing our faces as beautiful because we see them in the mirror so often. God seeks out the wonderful and beautiful in us and nurtures and blesses and encourages it and shows it to us, shows ourselves to us. And this is all part of the transformation, the ongoing transformation. Have patience with ourselves. We're not yet meant to be complete. And I think that our Old Testament reading about the building coming to fruition and the faithful coming together of the people and the blessing of the priests and the Levites and the return blessing with support in food and finance and sacrifice that the people give. This is a beautiful culmination of community, right? They have built and they are living together in what they have built and they are sustaining each other, each one according to their gifts. They're not asking the priests to go out and farm the land and they're not asking the farmers to go and be priests. Instead, each one according to what they can. Let us recognize, O oh God, the gifts in each other. Let those of us who are leaders, and we are all leaders in some way, Recognize special talents and nurture them that they may flourish. Amen. I think I accidentally turned pat or did not mark the page for the revelation. Um, hang on a second, let me get to it. Okay. Revelation can be kind of a tough one, um, but here's what I want to take away from this today. 
have faith while we are transforming and growing and working to be people of God, spreading God's love throughout the world, to love and be loved. Because there might be a time like that described in chapter 11 here, when it seems like the enemies are triumphing, the enemies of God. But it won't last. It's not final. Just as the prophets who seemed utterly beaten and destroyed, their bodies left in the streets, were raised to heaven while their enemies watched. So also will everything that we thought lost be redeemed, even under the very eyesight of our enemies. This goes along with the verse about God setting a table for a feast in the presence of our enemies. Our end is not until we're in heaven with God. And we will be lifted up, even in the presence of those who sought to destroy us, even in the presence of those who might have thought they had destroyed us. Have faith, take heart, root yourselves in faith and love, my dear friends, and go forward knowing that you are loved by God. Live out of that love and for that love. And let nothing else dissuade you. God will seek out and take care of all that weighs you down. Simply enter into cooperation with God. And moreover, God will seek out and find all that is uplifting, all that is beautiful and true. And God knows it intimately for God made it. God made you. God made these gifts and talents and this beauty in you. And God will find that and nourish it and help it flourish. Be still. Be still, my gentle, gentle soul. Root yourselves in love and faith and find the gentle stirring of God, the kind and compassionate and loving voice. Follow that to the best of your ability. Focus there with all that you are. God is with you and will guide you. You are not doing this alone. You are not doing it by the sheer force of your will. You are part of a great community. You are uplifted by all of those who are and were and are to be. All part of the greater body of God. Christ's hands and feet still on the earth, imbued with the power of the Holy Spirit. Dear ones, take courage in this. God loves you. I love you. May you be so full of God's love, deeply rooted in faith, that you will be unshaken by anything that is of the enemy, any distractions. May all the rocks fall from your pockets, and may you be gently buoyed, lifted in the arms of God to a place of uprightness where you can walk straight into the being, the future, the transformation that God has for you. Amen.
Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time, with one accord, to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. We live without fear, for our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother. We go now in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessings be with us always. Amen.